Welcome to Standard Chartered India Money Insights, a podcast series that brings you topical insights and local perspectives on India's markets from the experts. Hi, I am Mayank Sharma, Head Alternate Products at Standard Chartered Bank India. Welcome to another edition of Views from the Street, bringing you market views and insights on how you should look at your investments from industry veterans and experts. Today we are joined by Mr. Sunil Singhania, founder and CIO at Abacus Asset Managers. Thank you Sunil for joining our podcast. It's a pleasure to have me. We really appreciate. Uh so let's get started. My first question to you would be Sunil, um, Indian equities started 2023 on a weak note but seem to have caught up well with global peers since April. Given the challenging global macroeconomic backdrop, how do you see the markets in coming months? So actually if you see you know 2023 started as you rightly said with some concerns and you know despite the fact that India had a great union budget where the focus was on growth the fiscal prudence was met and so on and so forth we had some concerns emanating from one large corporate house on which a report was issued globally and also we had concerns pertaining to the china taiwan issue and then in us we had concerns about some banks going belly up particularly the smaller regional banks and i think all this caused a little bit of risk off even in india we saw some money being taken off as far as equity markets are concerned however all of these things seem to have settled since april foreign flows are back confidence globally in into equity markets and risk assets is back yields globally have come off inflation is coming off China is now reopening very decisively and even in India I think the result season have been pretty much quite decent so I think all in all uh, things which were looking very challenging in 22 and the first quarter of 23 seems to be now back in terms of the concerns allaying and I think that is reflected in the mood of the market with uh, you know the markets moving up almost 7 8% from the may lows and even the broader markets participating thanks sunil My next question would be that after trailing for many months broader markets have picked up steam since the start of the year could you throw some light on the factors that are driving it and how do you see the mid and small cap versus large cap equities relative performance playing out in the times to come again actually if you see you know 2020 despite the covid period and even the first 9 10 months of 21 were great months for equity market generally definitely for indian equity markets and particularly in the broader markets you know from the low prices stocks did very very well and there was a period towards the end of 21 where they were actually running much ahead of their fundamentals and i think what we saw in 22 was a function of challenges generally in equity markets globally and particularly where you know stocks had moved up much faster falling also much faster i think what we are seeing now is a catch up so you know a lot of these stocks completely were out of flavor in 2022 the results have started to come up better i think the confidence in the equity markets has come up again and uh, there is more confidence generally in even buying some of the you know the broader market names on the mid and small cap our view is that we should not look at the small and mid caps as one segment these are stock specific you know bets we have to ensure that whatever stocks we buy in this segment are researched quite properly because there's a lot of momentum which keeps on coming up in this segment but as we move ahead our view on the economy and the growth is pretty decent our view on the flows coming into india specific funds and even from domestic investors is pretty pretty strong 
and when this happens the broader markets continue to participate so while i would again say that don't look at mid caps and small caps from an index perspective there are more than enough opportunities available in this segment and we are quite optimistic here so my next question sunil as you you just spoke about flows as well so while fis flows have picked up lately do you see it sustaining and also domestic institutional investor flows have been the pillar of support for the market since the start of 22 do you see any risk to that so on the global flows you are right you know last 18 months we have seen almost 35 billion dollars being taken out of indian equity markets that was following a trend globally you know it was a risk off because returns were not made there was a lot of uncertainty as i mentioned earlier a lot of these uncertainties are behind us in fact we see a tailwind with oil coming down inflation coming down interest rates also peaking and global growth also starting to show signs of little bit of incher my trip which i did in the first you know half of may this year which was like a couple of weeks ago to us across us and also the fact that the number of visits which we have seen in in our office in india from global allocators clearly point out to the fact that india is coming out as an important sort of destination for them to invest in fact one of the comments which i heard when i was in us was it's time now to move from dragon to elephant which means that reduce your exposure a little bit to china and increase to india and also given the fact that india is one large economy which even in this kind of a scenario looks at growing at 6-7% and in fact if you look at 22 when the world was debating whether will grow at 0% or there will be recession india in fact ended up growing at 6.3% so looking at the overall scenario we are quite confident that money flow into india from both private equity investors as well as uh, you know the portfolio investors look to be pretty pretty strong as far as domestic investors are concerned there was a little bit of concern building up because uh, you know for 18 months as we discussed there were no returns made but the last couple of months we have seen quite strong returns and you know given the overall scenario and also the fact that investors have now started to understand the benefits of long term investing our view is that this 2 billion dollars a month which we keep on seeing in the in the markets through sips and other routes should continue even this year okay so another question which i have for you sunil is that uh, what are the emerging trends and areas of opportunities which you are seeing currently within equities and also how do you think the growth versus value dynamics is expected to play out going forward so the emerging trends from a global perspective is what i mentioned earlier you know i think till 2007-8 before lehman i think india as a destination individual country allocation used to be pretty high and then you know allocations to emerging markets in general and india in particular went down as a country specific destination and it was only china i think the trend which we are seeing is now that allocation to india country specific funds are also going to be there the other very clear realization over the last couple of years has been that yes growth is important but at what valuation and what price and that will also answer to some extent your question on value and growth I think 21 was crazy where anything to do with digital and technology just went through the roof. 22 there was sanity and you know investors did realize that ultimately cash flows and profits do you know there was a matter and I would not say it's an emerging trend but it's a realization of the age old trend that ultimately you know public markets are for companies which make profit which have reasonable profit growth and what we pay today will be more than repaid back to us by way of future profitability. As far as sectors are concerned I think in India 
banking continues to do very well i think some of the emerging trends i would not say emerging but trends which are looking good i think consumption seems to be heading for a good period but consumption more on the discretionary side that on the state than on the staples i think staples is pretty well penetrated now but on the discretionary side whether it is building material or even you know some discretionary variables i think that is where a lot of opportunity is it services is taking a, a step back but actually if you look at it i think things are not as bad as are made out to be and in fact some of the the mid cap and small cap it names have really really done well uh, the good thing about india is that you know we are a very diversified country with a lot of listed companies and upcoming sectors as well as you know very stable sectors and i think in all this it is very clear that you know there are always opportunities which keep on coming up there is definitely i would say an upcoming trend would be on the luxury side not too many companies to invest so far but that would also be a trend which we have seen which has played out in any country which has emerged and grown larger whether it was korea or japan or china recently i think there is no doubt in our mind that when india moves from 3 trillion to 6 7 trillion some of the luxury you know products will also have good demand as far as value versus growth is concerned see only value is of no use there has to be some growth but growth at any price also doesn't make money you know so if you are looking at a company which is growing at 10% and trading at 890p just because you have the perception that the company has a great management i think it's not going to make returns that has been proved globally from 3 4 years perspective at the same time only value without any growth is also not going to make any returns for you so i think from our perspective what we call ourselves are you know we are value conscious investors so we are looking at growth but you know it has to be at a reasonable price so you know we are comfortable saying that uh, a company which is growing at same team kind of returns and available at reasonable valuation would be the path going forward as far as markets are concerned there will always be bouts you know we have seen nasdaq bounce back again this year so people are saying growth is back but you know even in nasdaq actually it's the profit making companies and the the big tech which has moved up and the companies in nasdaq which are still not making profits have not done anything even even while nasdaq is moved up so i would say that growth obviously everyone likes but just by buying growth at any price you're not going to make money so we would still be in the camp of of being value conscious or you can say growth at a reasonable price thanks sunil this brings us to the last question so sunil given the wealth of experience which you have what would be your advice what are some of the mistakes that investors should avoid no i think very clearly knowledge has become a commodity and you know we are swamped by news flows you know multiple views you know sometimes you have a view that oil will become 200 dollars sometimes you have a view that oil will become 30 dollars you know you have the us debt ceiling scare which keeps on coming up and so on and so forth so i think one thing is for any long term investor you know moving away from noise i know it is difficult but it is needed because otherwise what will happen at the wrong time which would be maybe like a covid event or a russia ukraine event one would end up end up selling rather than buying the other thing is you know one has to play to their strength so you know you you just can't keep on jumping say now is a growth time now is a value time now is a time to take high risk now is a time to play commodities i think it doesn't work i think the investor has to be a little bit conscious of the risk appetite of him or her individually 
and you know when you are investing you are becoming a partner in the business so you have to have a time frame of 3 4 years the last thing is that you know when you are investing in india particularly you are investing in a growth economy and you are investing in com- companies which are growing at least 13 14 15% you know and if you are very systematic and very conscious i think time and again it has been proved that indian markets keep on giving you decent returns you know though in the near term it's always going to be up and down i think the last thing which i would like to mention here you know which would be an indirect answer to your question we are heading as a country into a great period you know we are focusing on manufacturing and we are seeing that you know tim cook of apple is already on record saying that india is a you know, very important destination for them as far as manufacturing is concerned the news flow of tesla setting up a factory in india keeps on coming the production linked incentive schemes are working quite well focus on infrastructure whether it is railways roads airports continues to strengthen day by day and uh, oil is quite weak you know and i think that is the biggest biggest i would say advantage which india would have over a period of time already our software services exports are more than oil imports and i think if investors believe in all this then they should very fearlessly invest from a three footers perspective in india thanks a lot sunil that was extremely insightful it is always a great pleasure talking to you thank you and really appreciate you giving us an opportunity so this brings us to the end of this edition thank you as always for listening if you enjoy the podcast please do like and subscribe thank you for listening to standard chartered india money insights stay tuned for the latest updates and market trends by subscribing to our podcast for more information reach out to your standard chartered relationship manager or visit www.se.com/in